0: Treasures from God's Word The kings and priests and prophets heard There would be one offering Gills that were sent so we can see Hi boys and girls, I'm Maria And welcome to Treasures from the Bible In today's program, we'll learn a lesson about giants who lived in the days of Moses, and two famous giant kings, Og and Sihon. So come on and join us as we learn something new from the Bible. Grandpa.
1: I think she's planting some sunflowers outside on the front hill.
0: She's not there. Maybe she's with your dog, Caesar. Where's the dog? Caesar's gone. Maybe he ran down the hill.
1: I don't think Caesar would run down the hill. We put the leaf blower there, and he's afraid of it. (laughs)
2: Hi, I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm Bob Hightower, your new neighbor. Hi, nice to meet you, Bob. I'm Mr. Gunther.
0: He sure is tall.
2: I saw the hornet's nest, Mr. Gunther. Bill and I can spot them a mile or two away. But the nest is empty. That means they're chasing someone.
0: They're probably chasing Maria. There's Caesar. He's got something in his mouth. Come on, boy. Drop it, Caesar. Good boy. It's a rock.
2: That's not just any old rock. That's a rock from the New Garden Rock Caverns that lies at the end of my property. Come on, everybody, let's go chase down some hornets.
1: Maria!
0: Maria! Maria, Maria, where are you? Maria! Maria!
2: Good thing your dog scared those hornets away. They would have eaten your Maria alive.
1: While we're waiting for Mrs. Gunther's homemade key lime pie to chill, let's focus our attention on a very serious subject. What big day is coming up? Judgment Day? That's right, Nehemiah. And today we're going to talk about giants in the days of Moses. Hi, Mr. Gunther. I've killed all those hornets. Mind if I join your
2: Bible study? Sure, Bob. Mrs. Gunther invited me. She says that at the end of the study, we're going to have key lime pie. Thank you so much for taking care of the hornets for us,
1: and let me know what we owe you. Don't mention it. What are neighbors for anyway? Well, thanks again, Bob. We were talking about some Bible history, and we're studying the giants that lived in the days of Moses. Really? What have you been learning, Mr. Gunther? Well, in 1445 B.C., the Israelites went to spy out the land of Canaan. Caleb, Joshua, and the leaders of each of the families of the sons of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were sent to see if the land was filled with small people or tall people and if their cities had high walls or had no walls.
0: So what did the spies find out?
1: They brought back a big cluster of grapes on a pole carried by two men and reported how good the land was. Caleb said they should go up and take the land. It was the time of the first ripe grapes, and they brought back a nice cluster for Moses and all the people to see. But the other leaders, except for Joshua, were afraid and said that the land was filled. With these tall, giant people.
0: I was afraid too, Grandpa, when the hornets were chasing me.
1: Interestingly, the Bible calls the two giant kings, Sihon and Og, hornets. And he calls the Amorites that they ruled over, bees.
0: Were there other giants besides Sihon and Og?
1: Well, that's a good question, Nehemiah. The Anakims, for example, came from Anak, who was a mighty man. And they were giants. Mr.
2: Gunther, I have a question. Were the Ammonites and the Moabites and Sihon and Og neighborly when the Israelites wanted to pass through the land?
1: No, Bob, I'm afraid not. They weren't anything as neighborly as you are. They were like the hornets that you chased. The people were like a swarm of bees that chased after the Israelites. Those giants sound as mad as a hornet. What were they so mad about? They wanted to own the land. The Ammonites and the Moabites refused to give Israel bread and water when they asked for it and willingly offered to pay for it. Instead, they fought against Israel. What does all this mean to us today, Mr. Gunther? Well, Bob, Moab is a picture of the whole church age. The Moabites claimed ownership of the land but they lost the land. Similarly, the church age was given the task to send the gospel out to the whole world and were to faithfully teach the Bible the word of God. They were to conquer the land as the gospel goes out as a savor of life unto life and of death unto death. They were to be partakers of Christ's victory over sin Death and the grave. What's the problem then? The big problem really is that Satan has sown tares or weeds in the churches early on. These tares look like true believers outwardly, and in fact, they thought they were saved, but the Bible calls them thieves.
0: Why are they called thieves, Mr. Gusto?
1: It is because they quote the Bible, stealing God's word to make up their own kind of a gospel, like we read about in Jeremiah 23, 30 to 32. Therefore, behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that steal my words, every one from his neighbor. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, he saith. Behold I am against them that prophesy false dreams saith the Lord and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies and by their lightness yet I sent them not nor commanded them therefore they shall not profit this people at all saith the Lord Why was Moab under the wrath of God In Jeremiah 48:29 We find it was because of their pride. Jacob, would you read the scripture for us?
0: Okay, let me turn to it. Jeremiah 48, verse 29. We have heard the pride of Moab. He is exceeding proud, his loftiness and his arrogancy, and his pride and the haughtiness of his heart.
1: Moab was proud. Proud as a hornet. Right, Bob. The giants were proud. They were strong and high and lofty. Let's look some more at these giant kings, Sihon and Og. When Israel got to the borders of Canaan in the year 1408 B.C., they were to pass through the land of Sihon and Og. What does that mean? Spiritually speaking, in 1988, the true believers began to come into more and more information about what the Bible is really teaching about the nature of salvation, And God's judgment plan, the timeline of history, and the details of the great tribulation and the end of the world.
2: The churches don't want to listen, do they, Mr. Gunther? They are like those hornets.
1: Sadly, the churches do not want to listen to the true believers. Just as Sihon and Og did not want to listen to the messengers that Moses sent... Instead of meeting the true believers with bread and water, which is a picture of the gospel, these two kings came out to fight with them. The pastors and theologians of today are like the giants. They represent Satan and his messengers as 2 Corinthians eleven, thirteen through 15 talks about. For such are false apostles Deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ, and no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works." They are the ones that make fun of the true believers and say things like, you are amateurs, we are the professionals, we have gone through seminary, we are the pastors, we are the ones that really know the Bible. Are they proud? Yes, they are very proud, Esther. The giants are proud, and this is also the nature of mankind. The giants are tall and proud. They really think that they know more than God. It's not a good thing to be proud, is it, Mr. Gunther? Right, Bob. The Bible talks a great deal about how God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble, and that pride goes before destruction, according to Proverbs sixteen eighteen. The defeat of these two giant kings underscores both God's judgment as well as his salvation even as Noah's ark did, according to Hebrews 11, 7. By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. Are these parables related? Yes, they are parallel parables. The true believers are raptured as the ark was lifted above the water. And as the true believers, typified by Israel, win the battle, they are caught up to be with Christ. Satan and his followers are represented by these two giant kings and all their followers who are destroyed. Hmm, I smell key lime pie.
0: Well, boys and girls, it looks like we've come to the end of another program. For a free audio CD of today's program, please write to Treasures from the Bible and care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is titled, Mad as Hornets.
1: May God richly bless you with His salvation.
0: Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!